Welcome to Beyond This Earth, a special bonus edition dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic. There was one part of this first segment I did not get the chance to discuss. I will discuss it a little bit here in more detail. COVID came from a lab in China, says former CDC chief who worked in the Trump administration in an interview with CNN. It says that the evidence will come out sooner rather than later that this was accidentally sent out or maliciously sent out by the Wuhan lab in China. Carl Denninger did a special ticker concerning this saying that you want to believe the so-called experts. He gives chapter and verse on what he has found over the year, what is false and what is true. Let's go down the list, he says. This virus was newly discovered in January 2020. False. Judicial Waltz have now proved that Fauci and the Institutes of Health knew that COVID-19 was diagnosed no later than December 2nd, 2019 in Wuhan. This was deliberately concealed under confidentiality agreements between the People's Republic of China and the NIH. In short, Dr. Fauci and the NIH knew knowingly and repeatedly lied about the first time discovery and diagnosis and was and is documented that this was known in February and early March and not disclosed. We now know with scientific certainty that the virus was in the U.S. no later than the second week of December 2019 because antibodies were found in one point. 5% of blood donations from that time. This, with the sequencing back computation that Carl Denninger has performed in early 2020, places the latest of the virus entered in the U.S. in some time in October 2019, and from the blood blankets can scientifically prove that it infected at least 1.5% of the population, or roughly 4 million people in the U.S. by the second week of December 2019. It's in turn that we had widespread disease, which was blamed on something else. Indeed, we handled all 4 million of these cases just fine until the hysteria started. You didn't know about these 4 million sick people and those that died of it existed prior to the hysteria gunned up. Third, 15 days will slow down the spread. If we all stay home and minimize content for 15 days, including closing businesses, schools, and not traveling, COVID will be under control and we can trace infections and stop it. False, and we now know that it's impossible because the virus was already all over the country on an uncontrolled basis. By the time any NIH knew the virus had been circulating for at least a month earlier than they admitted at the time. If you give us 30 dead more days, remember this is now six weeks to slow the spread, it will work, false again, for the same reason. But the lockdown and restrictions work to save lives. Nope, this is called the exception fallacy, and now a pre-reviewed journal entry demonstrates this fa fallacy. We don't have enough finalized false, not one of the DPA views ones were ever needed. The New York governor lied, and a plain of them as did everyone else. Ventilators are not only needed, they will save lives. False, they killed everyone they put that was put on them and still do. We know that they didn't work in February and they killed 95% of the people put on them. Wuhan and this has reported out on March. This is mostly a community spread disease like in stores, 
bars, restaurants, churches, concerts, and the local city street false. The CDC is self-documented that more than half of the transmission was happening in homes and the next largest and only statistical material spread was happening in industrial meat packaging plants and healthcare settings. Asymptomatic transmission is a major risk false over a million contests traced in China. Not one of them was proved to be from an asymptomatic person. There has never been scientific evidence that an asymptomatic spread has been material in any pandemic throughout history, and there is no documented evidence of material asymptomatic spread for COVID-19 in the U.S. or anywhere else. Worse, symptomatic persons at least able to afford to call out sick and due to help a lack paid sick time or even the threat of being fired are those low-wage and high-contact jobs such as fast food, grocery, meat packaging, and other essential service industries, never mind home care employees who are poorly paid and often moonlight in home care among extremely vulnerable people such as the elderly. We had no way of stopping the nursing home deaths and did the best that we could. False. Called Energy pointing out immediately after Kirkland occurred and isolating the employees from all general public interaction, effectively creating a bubble will stop all the transmission from any of these environments. We had to have a lot of empty hotels at the time too. Yes, we will have to pay significant power bonuses to entice police to go nowhere other than that hotel room and to work, but we could have and we would have done it and saved nearly 50% of those who died in the first four months. Now, one so-called expert demanded or even suggested doing so, but Carl Denninger was calling for this exactly in March of 2020. This, of course, leads to signs the various executive orders that intentionally seeded the virus into nursing homes by multiple states, by multiple governors. Indeed, even this winter is still locked down New York. There was still no segregation of employees and residents were killed inside by an infection brought into the home care by employees. Recent small number spikes have been associated with vaccine distribution. How is that possible? There's only one rational explanation. The healthcare workers are giving the virus to the patients getting the shot, and we are still calling them heroes. And you don't you dare forget it, he says. Call Jennifer continues, we don't and we don't have early treatment options that work false japan spent their entire effort on early treatment and keeping people out of hospitals they roughly have third of the population and only eight thousand dead people japan is a far more dense population wise than us yet did a better job despite having a materially older population what japan didn't do in short was spread the disease for the healthcare workers in short if you went to the hospital you were likely going to die this was proven in his own county in nancy where carl jenner jalau lives with a 60 percent death rate up until we started with the panic porn the first three months of this outbreak until March 2020, we did find, despite the virus being literally everywhere for months. Age is the primary determinant of risk. False obesity and the panoply of health conditions caused and exacerbated by being a obese person is the primary determinant of risk. Nations with lower obesity prevalence have a 10 times lower or better risk of death 
from COVID-19 on a per 1,000 people, 100,000 population basis. Obesity in each and every incident instance is a lifestyle choice. That was known very early in the New York coroner data, which is updated frequently. Only six persons, 75 and older, have died of COVID without one relatively short list of underlying conditions and over 10,500 people died with one or more. Simply put, most of these who died, most of the people who died deliberately put themselves on a medically compromised condition through their own lifestyle choices. Just a person who drinks too much ruins their liver decided to drink. Absent these personal lifestyle decisions, the death rate from this disease is certainly not zero, is as possibly half as likely as death to an automobile accident over a year's time. Existing drugs will work, will not work, and we have no existing treatments until you're hospitalized. We must develop new treatments and vaccines. False. The data that Ivermectin works among others. A trial out of Australia conducted in Britain showed the Bundestide, a cheap inhaled steroid used for asthma, works if given immediately when someone becomes symptomatic. The latter trial was dropped because it was rude and ethical not to give the controlled medicine since it prevented 99% of hospitalizations. Ivermectin worse worked in every trial run thus far, said one recently reported the study's authors themselves state cannot prove effectiveness as a necessary deterioration in cases to do so was violated due to the downside immediately, possibly due to widespread community use of the drug. The data on Hydrocortisone said it was abused early, but appears to be worthless if you not used unless you turn in the hospital. Mendenzivir, which has an EDUA, was disproved. That is shown worthless on a very large trial called Solidarity, along with several other drugs. And yet it's still being used on an unpatient and is expensive. No drug works 100% of the time that it should be expected to, but we better damn not well continue to use drugs that are proved worthless just because they cost three thousand dollars in the fda issued a uada on them <clears throat> deliberately not treating people until they're choking to death is monstrous and has results in hundreds of thousands of deaths many if not most of them were avoidable on a cost of a few dollars masks are the best tool we have to stop the spread and if you wear them for just four five six weeks we will have COVID under control. Stated under oath before Congress by the CDC director in September following multiple statements over a two-month period in the summer by the CDC and the National Institutes of Health, which urged and got the issue with some mandates? False. And known false as Hawaii took 10 times case rate spike a month after their mandate. This was known before Redfield perjured himself before Congress. There are zero states which did not take a monstrous spike in the winter despite mandates including California with the most strictest lockdowns and mass mandates in the entire nation. Compliance via multiple surveys have been around 90% with absolutely no evidence to the effectiveness anywhere against non-mandate states and counties next door. 
The states, including South Dakota and Florida, who repudiated the mandates or refused to issue them in the first place, had identical or better outcomes than the states and locales that imposed them. The CDC now has published an MMWR weekly report in which they claim mass works. Their definition of work is a shockingly timely decrease in death and case rates. And thus, as soon as you ignore the confounding elements in their study that could invalidate even that tiny impact. Their quote-unquote study deliberately did not include the control counties where there were no mandates. If you did, example, Blount versus Seaver, it would be obvious that the curve was in fact worse when the mandated county in many cases. In other words, despite their yearly near long and continual screaming about mass, did the, even the CDC itself now states that out of the fuck Five hundred thousands to death statistically, no lives were saved. Their best, they were deliberately ignored. The control counties, and therefore, statistically speaking, is entirely possible. Zero lives were ever saved with the mass mandates. Remember, we were told in the summer of last year and early fall that masks will absolutely control the virus not just slightly reduced cases and the fact that the CDC under oath that masks were better protection than a vaccine. This lie was repeated for months and is still being repeated today. This is not just a random stated make off the cuff. It was made under oath to Congress five months ago and has over time by the data being conclusively been proved a lie. The new strains will cause another spike even worse than the last one. Absolutely false. That was stated originally in the fall and repeated in December through February, yet since then cases have dropped like a stone despite these new strains becoming more and more prevalent. Florida in particular has documented last prevalence of one of these demon strains that were trumpeted in Fauci's fear porn. There has been a no spike. Incidentally, viruses mutate all the time. Within the first few months, there are hundreds of distinct viral RNA strains of COVID-19 known, and that was only in the fashion's sequence, a tiny minority. If our actions do lead into new strains, especially our, specifically our ridiculously unsound mass vaccination campaign and viral invasion occurs, you might as well be more screwed if you took the vaccine due to ADE than if you did not. The Super Bowl will cause a huge case of hospitalization different food due to the ridiculously regarded parties and no basket balls and similar over the Tampa area. There has been no spike. False. That's proven. Texas dropping his missile will lead to disease and death. False, no spike. With free social distance and wear masks, we will buy enough time for the vaccines to be developed and approved. 
false already proven by the mainstream media. The cases and hospitalization in natural basis peaking was falling before the first jab went into the first arm. With that what you do after something happens cannot be the cause. Simply put, the vaccines did not stop any of the death despite of the lack of testing and rushed approvals. They caused, they came too late. The only people that count for herd immunity are those that are vaccinated. False never in history has such a lot been propagated for any disease anywhere, anywhere. The CDC by their the CDC by their own estimates puts the lower boundary of persons infected and recovered at over one third of the nation, and that's their lowest estimate. By raw reasonable belief, the numbers over half. Those people who had immunity and absolutely count, absolutely count. Further. We know that the first months of the material percentage of the population had pre-existing resistance to some degree likely to produce previous infections with other coronaviruses, coronaviruses such as the common cold. This is why the case rate peaked before fully vaccinated persons existed in the U.S. There is no other possible explanation. Even if you had the disease of recorded, you should get vaccinated. There's zero science to this claim. If you have the measles or chicken plots, would you take a vaccine against either? I certainly would not and have not. That would be pointless and stupid. The claim that there is no durable potential once infected is nothing more than conjecture. Note that coronavirus circulates among us all the time, and while immunity may not be perfect, the odds are extremely high that if you do get it, will be a mild case and no clinical personal significance. Suggesting that you take on the risk of experimental vaccine if you were previously infected is wildly inappropriate. There's no such thing as a drug without risk, and there's zero scientific evidence that once you acquire immunity, that you will protect you against any serious disease. Even if you have been vaccinated and had the disease recovered, you should wear a mask and distance from others. False! Unless you believe the vaccines are worthless. If you believe that a vaccine protects the person who takes it, then you no longer need a mask or distance since others can choose to take the vaccine or not. You have no reason to wear a mask or distance for allegedly protecting others either. If you do not believe that vaccines are effective protection, then why did you take it? In short, you either believe that you gain immunity from vaccination or infection, or you do not. If you do, then there is no reason for you to take any measures beyond the recovery and completion of the vaccination. Further, if you don't believe that infection and recovery provides meaningful and durable protection, then neither will the vaccine. So that the same scenario applies to both cases. And if you don't do, do not then believe the shots are protective, then you are stupid for accepting them. These are the very same people, the NIH, the CDC, the Departments of Health, Falshi Hover, John Hopkins, MIE, Vanderbilt, and many others who now tell you after a solid year on unbroken lies and falsehoods that the vaccines are both safe and effective while at the same time our government has provided a 100% waiver of all liability to the pharmaceutical companies that develop and manufacture these same, these same vaccines. The safety of this approach is unproved. Let me go back first. Hold on. I know Colin Denninger notes that unlike other common vaccines that are safe and effective and which take 10 years to so prove, the mechanics of action of these shots are widely different. 
they use part of the virus and rather than introduce your body, they hijack your cellular metabolism in order to produce the spike protein exactly with a replication infection with the virus. But since only the spike is there, rather the entire virus, the hypothesis is that hijacking your cellular metabolism in this fashion will not hurt you. While other vaccine, the immunity produces been broadly identical to infection because a kill whole virus cannot replicate is used in this case. The shots deliberately cause replication in your body for only one part of the virus, the actual spike protein. This is not identical to the broad immunity brought by natural infection because it cannot be with this approach. If the entire virus was used, you will get the disease and you will be systematic in every case instead of localized in your upper respiratory tract. Further, unlike a killed virus vaccine that cannot replicate in your body at all, these shots will cause production of the spike protein by your cells exactly with an infection and that production is systematic because it's proven by injection and does circulate throughout your entire body. The safety of this approach is unimproved. It's unproved. And the fact, the rate of deaths closely resorted to these vaccines are wildly higher than the associated than with any other routine given vaccinations, including the flu and the chicken pox. The immediate and long-term effects of this approach, including the possibility of long-term or even permanent band damage as a result of systematically hijacking your cellular metabolism to produce that foreign protein are unknown. Unlike a mask, you cannot remove and untake the shot and the litany of those previous lives killed over 400,000 Americans who otherwise would have never have died. What if their statements are false this time, especially on safety? What if viral invasion shows up as did early trials for a SARS vaccine in animals? Trials that were abandoned and not performed for their preparations. It takes 10 years to know if a candidate vaccine produced unacceptable side effects, including lifetime disability due to immune dysfunction. Never to mind how effective it is or how long. Further, the media and these people continue to claim that nobody has been killed by these vaccines. Yet, VAERS, the CDC's own reporting data, which is public, shows them were the 2,000 associated deaths. The number of associated deaths from the annual flu from last year's flu vaccination was shipped roughly one, 170 million doses was only 26. That means that the COVID shots that associated thus far were roughly 75 times. That's 7,500% as many deaths as last year's entire set of flu vaccine. Remember that we give flu vaccines to old and morbid people just like we did for the first priority of COVID-19 vaccines. So these produce simulated associated rates of bad events if they are similarly safe. VAERS reporting is voluntary and thus always underreports vaccine associated events. Association does not establish causation 
for the pattern of 75 times as many deaths as are associated with another commonly given vaccine in the same population group damn well ought to raise everyone's eyebrows to the claim that such doses does not represent a safety signal is a flat out lie. I remind you that the false statements of alleged facts outnumber by a wide margin the true ones, particularly when it comes to things you were told that would work, that was stemmed the tide of this virus. Every time those claims were proven false over time. In short, you are now being as hoarded to believe a cadre of people and government agencies who have been proven liars and to trust them with your life after they had previously killed your own mother. The fact that COVID-19 burned itself out before the first shot in the arm and that none of the mitigating factors prevented net deaths are occurring. In fact, all of these mitigations from mask orders to lockdowns to closing businesses caused more deaths due to overdoses, suicides, heart attacks, and strokes not screened for and other maladies by a wide factor than the mitigations. Even using fatally flawed claims taken on faith by these very same agencies could have possibly saved. The actions that could have been taken to actually reduce death, specifically in regards to home care and other medical facilities were deliberately refused to do so and now we know these actions would have saved lives instead of protecting the most vulnerable which had the most least likely to be seriously harmed were naturally infected and build a wall of protection of immunity. They deliberately refused to protect those older and sicker people from infection via the healthcare system, and they all passed away. Given this record of falsehoods, actions, and intentional refusals to act, are you willing to bet your life they're telling the truth this time? Even without full testing, there may be reason for certain people to accept the vaccine, particularly those that are specifically high risk who had never had the virus. However, on the data, if you're not specifically morbid, known ways of risk from death from COVID-19 by the CDC's own data, along with the data of the New York coroner, is approximately three in 100,000. <clears throat> From the associated deaths from the CDC's own VARES system, it appears that the vaccines are approximately as dangerous to materially more dangerous than the disease in non-morbid individuals and that without have any data on intermediate and long-term effects, which can only add risk. Further, if you have already been infected with COVID-19, you already have broad immunity and there are no scientific evidence that vaccination can be of any value whatsoever. We just read a missive that is important for all of you to read again on the link below. This is the bullshit our society went through. 
And it is very possible that this is much darker than people realize. If this virus, according to Judicial Watch, came in October 2019, 4 million people had the virus and it was taken care of. Simply. Why did the virus increase in in in, uh, January? Why did it get worse? Why did China and the NIH go into a non-disclosure agreement over this virus? There are just too many things about this virus and the thing we just talked about, the the WSJ, the Wall Street Journal saying that about long COVID cannot be proven. Folks, we're in bigger trouble than people realize. They want to promote vaccination cards to fly, to dine out, to do all sorts of things. Paul Denninger has given you chapter and verse why all this is not working. Why did they did this thing with this virus? I can give you only a few answers. None of them are pretty. None of them are pretty. Every single one of it shows that our government is up for sale and can be sold to the highest bidder if all of this is true. This is very dark. You need to come to terms to the fact, very possibly, that we had the systems in place to control COVID-19 and there could be a very huge possibility none of those things were even activated or used in any form, way, shape, or form. You may have to come to the grips and the fact that this may have been the darkest moment in American history. And there were people behind the scenes in both administrations and still continuing with Biden's people that have allowed this virus to continue to fester. There could be a humongous possibility that a lot of people that shouldn't have died of suicide would have not have died of suicide if they were allowed to get back to work and get back to school. Their deaths is on these people's hands. There could be a situation that the racism and the race Riots that had taken place in the summer, both with the situation with George Floyd and the Asian American attacks happening now because of the supposed idea that these people brought about these COVID-19. As we look at the coroner's report with George Floyd already was infected with COVID-19, it could have been very possible none of these things would have happened if these things, 
if our system of handling pandemics were working the way they were supposed to work in both state, federal, and local agencies. What Carl Denninger is saying is extremely dark. And what you need to understand seriously is that 2020 may have been a great disaster and they need to figure out who can, who brought about this disaster and they need to put them in prison for the rest of their lives and people need to be taken out. This, if it's true by judicial watch, and it's leading to the virus coming out into the United States. Folks, let's be real here. This is insurrection. This is terrorism. This is sedition. And you're running the riot act. They deliberately changed the course of human history forever with these vaccines. If you do not understand what they plan to do with these vaccines and the reasons why they're doing them, if Carl Jenninger says everything here is true, then you better get things ready. We're about to lose every fucking day. We're about to lose it all. I don't know what to tell you folks. Those of you that have the vaccine, I pray for you. I really do. I hope that we don't have something of the nature of things being the cure being worse than the disease. And we have a similar situation that we had in 1976 because that was bad. And then this, they have bet the, the, our leaders in our country have bet everything on this vaccine. They lose this bet, they lose this country forever, and they know it. So they better hope it works. If the off chance that it does work, y'all who took the vaccine and think you're surviving, you're still having children, all the rest of it. Carl Denninger also stated that it's a genetic key to more biological attacks. So if they find a genetic key, and if it's the spike protein connected to COVID-19 and they have something worse than that nature, guess what? You're boned, period. My feeling is that if some of you have taken the vaccine, you're not connected to the genetic moorings of humanity. I've said it last season, we're going to be disconnected from the human, from the genetic moorings of humanity. 
very soon. And now we're here. We'll have more on the Ravens virus throughout the rest of the season of Beyond This Earth. Thank you for listening to Beyond This Earth. Special bonus concerning COVID-19. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Overcast, soon on Stereo app with the interviews and wherever you get your radio shows. Take care of yourselves and we will see you guys next week for our special Religion in the Age of Darkness. This is Nova Hallback. We'll see you guys next week.